And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. What's up, hustlers? Welcome back. This is Andrew Morgans, your host at the Startup Hustle. I'm super excited about our guest today. Uh, he's calling in from New York, but he's a Kansas City local. Before I introduce you, first, let's give a, sh a shout out to our sponsor. Fullscale is helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. If you have software development needs, they are your go-to. Dom, say hello. Hello, 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 Kansas City and worldwide listeners. I am so stoked to have you on the show. Um, you know, you had, you've had some news we're going to talk about with the uh, latest drop of a book that I've been super pumped about waiting on. Um, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about just, you know, your journey as an entrepreneur and a founder. So not even, you know, specifically what you do, but kind of mindset um, and what keeps you pushing through, you know, some of those failures and stuff like that. I think it's going to be, um, you know, great for all our listeners today to see what you have to share. Indeed, man. I'm so privileged to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I just, I definitely am always looking to have conversations with people that um, are always trying to move the needle forward. And I think that egotistically, you and I just have had so many damn good conversations that we probably need to share it for the world and the listeners. So yeah, some, uh, of them, <laughs> some of them should have been recorded that weren't probably. Yeah. Um, it, when we say it's going down the DMs, it's just me and Dom, like, you know, patting each other on the back. And um, as an entrepreneur, you, you go through a lot. And um, sometimes it feels like you're on an island because no one knows your business. And so sure. how could they understand your problems of that day? You know, and um, you never know what a, an encouraging word does. So I really appreciate not just yourself, but your brand, um, Positive People Posse as well. I think that's how we, we connected the first time. Yeah. Um, Dom, tell me a little bit about your your book release. That's what I want to talk about first. I'm super excited about it and I want to get right into it. Yeah, man. You know, first of all, you know, our brand in itself, it's all about positivity. It's all about, you know, what we can bring to the world. And it's just really an extension of what we do. You know, us being a digital marketing company, um, our main primary focus is actually mindset with people um, because, you know, our stamp on life is we lead with positivity. So I have to pretty much honor that, you know, like I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be negative people posse. Although yeah. there is a negative people posse account out there on Instagram, kind of funny, but, uh, okay. <laughs> but you know, we're leading with integrity, you know, everything that we do for others, uh, we're representing this mindset. And, you know, this children's book is called we're all weird. And, uh, it was something that's uh, just all about inclusivity. It started with a t-shirt design and that t-shirt is just like, something that was so simple, you know, um, that gets people to kind of think, because when you look at this t-shirt, it says we're all weird and it's upside down. And so it turns heads. And so that's what we're after. This is what we're wanting to do. We want to turn heads. We want to get people to think and what better audience than the younger generation, 
you know, kids, that's where it starts. And one thing I will say is this world is being ran by kids right now. Look right. at all the politics, you know? So yeah. we need to start even at a younger age uh, because right now kids are running the world and uh, the kids are going to run the world in the future. So we need to pass that down um, continuously. Well, you know, with everything going on, you know, in the, the political climate in, in the country right now, um, and we try to stay away from politics on the show, uh, talk about anything else you want, but we try to stick away from politics and religion if possible. But I'd like to talk about, you know, you being a man of color, um, you know, you being a man that wants to push the uh, inclusivity message and positivity and really kind of just what that means for you. Was it about like, hey, I'm just going to create this, you know, this marketing company that that pushes positivity or did that kind of come from something before that? Yeah, you know, that's an awesome question. Um, you know, for me, uh, most of your listeners, you might think that I'm just this uh, surfer guy, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I am a black man. I originated from Kansas City. Um, you know, my childhood was all about uh, inclusivity, meaning that I didn't just grow up in Kansas City. In the summer times, I spent my time in Philadelphia, urban environment of Philadelphia. Uh, my dad's side of the family lived out there. And so it really was the best of both worlds. I got to be immersed with people like me, my skin tone. Uh, and then I got home and I was around uh, people that weren't uh, like my skin tone, more white, uh, more Asian, more uh, Hispanic. You know, I got to be around it all. And for me, you know, I just seen more of the similarities rather than more of the divide. Um, mm -hmm. Although I did have to go through my challenges through life and understanding and having to understand at a younger age what racism really was, you know, it was very impactful. It hurt me at times uh, knowing that, you know, my skin color could be, um, you know, a barrier to some people. But I never, ever seen barriers because my mom has always instilled the most confidence uh, with who I am as a person and knowing that I've got good intent and she raised good intent within me. And so this book was just really a concept that, you know, we're all weird as, uh, as, as just all of us, you know, this within all of us. We can't think that we all don't feel, we all hurt. We all have to work hard. Some have to work harder than others, harder than others, but we're all creative and we, we need to celebrate our differences. And, um, you know, our differences don't always have to be about color. Um, and so, yeah, you know, we, I've empowered other people to all hands on deck to be involved in this book. I've got a friend who wanted to be a children's book author. And so I was able with this platform, I've been able to enhance her life and allow her to be creative within the space and write the words of this book. Find, found a first time illustrator for a children's book, a person who really wanted to illustrate a children's book. He's a white guy. I'm a black guy. I don't care who you are. All you care about is, you know, wanting to pass this down, pass this message, believing in this message and um, having a team like this. You know, I even have a book manager and Andrew Morgan's and Marknology is going to be doing the Amazon marketing. And so you guys believe in this message, too. And that's what it's all about. You know, we, we're really trying to shape this world differently, at least through our uh, our reach, if anything. Yeah. And this podcast is, you know, a podcast uh, for founders by founders. Um, and, you know, specifically, I'm a specialist around the digital space, you know, and so let's get into just a little bit of the details of the book. I, I believe that it's your first book. 
um, you know, that you've been a part of publishing or launching. Um, and there was a Kickstarter, right? Uh, I won't, you know, spoil the beans, but I, I think it was your first Kickstarter and you hit, you hit target one. Is that correct? That's correct. That's correct. It's funny because, um, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, sometimes you're apprehensive uh, to do things again. This is actually my second Kickstarter I've ever done. I failed in life so many times. And this is the first time that we've actually, we've actually um, hit our goal on Kickstarter. You know, uh, our first Kickstarter that I did was with a different company, didn't hit our target. And I'm so excited that people really understood this message. And so we hit our first goal. Uh, it was just a small goal. You know, I just really wanted to go into a conservative, not talking about politics, just wanted to make sure that we we're going to hit a number that we we're going to be happy with and just comfortable knowing that there's a good test market. Right. So uh, we did that in 48 hours. And so I was so encouraged and I, I felt like, OK, you know, there maybe there is an audience for positivity because it has been a grind, you know, putting out a positive mindset message and. You know, people look at positivity as a corny thing and it doesn't have to be a corny thing. You know, it's it's not about happiness all the time. You know, it's it's about going through your shit. It's all it's all about going through your struggle. Excuse my language, you know, but no, it's, all about, right. it's all about being authentic, you know, and, and I, I can't hide that. I'm a passionate person and, you know, I lead with good intent and I probably wouldn't be in this business if it were about money. And so we, we truly believe in this message. And, um, you know, it's powerful to see that community can get together. And I'm telling you, people that I would have never thought that would support, you know, this book have supported it. And uh, we don't really worry about the people that you think that need to be there. We just right. we keep going on and we appreciate the ones that are there. And so, yeah, this is uh, this is a big step in the right direction for us. And you know, I really, 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 really can't wait to work with you guys at Marknology. I know that you guys, your team is very dedicated and just all the conversations you and I have. I mean, like, honestly, collaboration is so important, man. It is it's so much fun, you know, getting getting around people that really share that energy. And, you know, they just have that that will to win. You know, it, I think it's, uh, you know, it's interesting that you talked about the way you're being raised and getting that perspective from an early age on, you know, the differences. Um, and instead of focusing on the differences, you focused on the similarities. Right. And, and we're all weird. Uh, regardless of skin tone or look or shape or size or color. Um, you know, it's more about mindset and, and what pulls you together. You know, as someone that grew up in Africa, I'm, I'm drawn to people that are different, that come from a different place. That's what I have in common with them. Like, you know, as someone that moved here and has different perspectives, I typically, my friend group, my circle is typically people from somewhere else. You know, that's what we have in common, but it, we, from an outside, we would look really different. Like, why are all these people friends? Um, because it's something that they probably can't see from the outside visibly, um, which is a thing that we're all, we're from different places, you know? And I think that, I think a secret weapon that I have around positivity, you know, Landlocked, my apparel company has, um, uh, an equality collection, right? And that was something I came out with, I think, almost four years ago uh, here in Kansas City. That was, um, I had just gotten complete control of my company um, in that like month. And I wanted to just do something that was authentically me. Like, you know, I just wanted to share a message about how I felt um, as a white male. And I wanted to be perceived visibly from the outside as someone that cared about something 
that was important to me, right? So maybe it's a all we're all weird shirt upside down. Maybe it's an equal sign, you know, an equality word. Um, but if someone's sizing me up, they can see that and be like, this person is, you know, trying to share love. This person is trying to share positivity. This, this person is trying to share awareness to something, right? Which we're all doing now yeah. um, at a higher level. And really, you know, we're tying this to a book, but I'm tying it all the way back to my parents. And, you know, I was raised in Africa. They, they set me up there. I didn't choose to go there, right? So I'm there, but I'm getting perspective. And Africa was really, really, really tough. Like it was, you know, at one, one country I'm living in like a cement block of a house, um, you know, no AC, no windows, no screens. I mean, out there in the bush, you know, and, and in other times it's war zone or desert or all kinds of stuff would happen over those 16 years. But what we were learned as a family was um, we literally, it was like an exercise to find the good in any situation. Um, and we would find, obviously my parents are missionaries. They see the good in people generally, you know, so that was almost like a default. But, you know, if something happens where, a trip gets canceled or, you know, something breaks or um, any number of bad things. It was a mindset thing to try to find the silver lining. And it became a habit, you know, as a kid growing up um, to find those silver linings in people, to find those silver linings in, um, you know, bad situations or change of plans. And something that I now lean on and I'm super thankful for as an entrepreneur um, that is blessed to be in a position where I get to be myself. Um, I literally get to create and do business in a way that's authentic because it is who I am. Um, and so it's just so much easier to do business in that way. But if I was to tie it all the way back, you know, I would tie it back to, um, you know, a mom, a mom and dad that just taught me, um, you know, that they're, Hey, we're giving up our lives to go do this thing for other people across the world that you don't know, yeah, you know, man. or, um, and that was, you know, across all areas of life, but I love the book. If you want to know why I'm in on the book, like if you can't tell, because I just do think it starts with the children, um, and it starts with education and educating them and, you know, having parents or having uh, a big brother or an uncle or, you know, your a friend that's, you know, kind of saying, no, don't say that. Don't say this, you know, this is how you need to think and, and, and acclimating people to, the differences between everyone if you guys uh didn't get that they're on kickstarter there's still time to um get involved with the project we're all weird by positive people posse um we are going to be on amazon so we're gonna we're gonna take amazon by storm as well with that book yes. Yes. um and dom can be found on instagram at positive people posse yep at positive people posse uh, you don't need to find my personal, you know, I'm, I'm a little, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, here's the thing, you know, there's a balance for me too. You know, I am who I am. I'm an individual that just loves to just, I love to have fun, man. My experience in life, you know, even in business, it's all about having fun. And I'm going to tell you this, like the reason why me and Andrew are working together is because there are so many similar traits there that it just makes it so innate for us to uh, want to just have conversations about this, that, the other. Uh, but, you know, business, it's just having business friends is a really important thing, especially knowing that we've shared so, so many similar experiences. It makes this book even more meaningful 
in that way because it's like, okay, you know, we're connected, you know, there's some synergy here, you know, and so, um, you know, like that's that collaboration aspect that we really find important with this. We, we know where we want to go with this book. It's just going to, uh, it's going to take people. It really will take people. And, uh, but yeah, you know, when it, going back to my personal Instagram, you know, I'm, I'm all about positivity, but you know, we're, we're human beings too. So <laughs> I, uh, my roommate, you know, I tell him I'm, uh, I'm always trying to be, I want to show people how hard it takes, you know, how hard, how much work it takes to, to be successful, to win, to get what you want out of life. Like, that's why, you know, my hashtag is watch me work. Um, because I'm literally trying to show them authentically. Um, as much as I can, as often as I can, what it takes to win, you know, and, and I've had people following me for six plus years and they, they know the consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also about positivity and mindset. And I think it's a huge part of it. Um, you know, how do you approach? It's not what happens to you. It's, you know, it's how you respond to it. And, um, so I, you know, I even had my roommate be like, that's cool. That's truthful. But like, are you, is that really like, you know, what you want to share? You know, it seemed a little bit negative for your brand, you know, and I don't even have positive in my name, but you know, that's the brand, that's the brand I'm trying to, you know, emit. And, um, cause you know, we all get, we all get down and, you know, we all go through things that are like, man, it's just like COVID and I was, I had plans for 2020. Oh man, we had plans together, bro. (laughs) I know. Uh, you know, it's just about making the most of what you got. And, uh, you know, so I want to talk about like, a little bit of that failure honestly yeah, I, I haven't heard the story before and you talked about being on kickstarter before amazon has a program dedicated to um kickstarter funded projects which we definitely still need to I talk no about idea. I um idea. you have to be uh you know funded by a kickstarter to be a part of the okay. program but it's, it's essentially helps you get kind of a leg up um but what about to anyone listening uh Talk about that first failed project as much as you can, yeah, if you can and, no, and what I, made you get I back on the horse. I love it, man. I've got so many stories about failure, man. And, and, you know, it's just really our testament to being here. You know, me being a proud black man in America, knowing that I've had to face a lot of obstacles. I am a witness to say that you just have to keep on going. And, uh, you know, one of the failures was the kick, my first Kickstarter. And it was this company called Random Shirt Club. It was like the first time that, I wanted to put out a product and uh, this product was really going to be an app, an application. And the application was just like Tinder. If you swipe left and swipe right, you find shirts that you like. And then maybe once, once a month, you'll receive a shirt, you know, like whichever ones that you swipe right on. And, uh, and so, you know, it was all so familiar to me because I, I love was swiping left and right mm-hmm. at the time. There's a reason he moved to New York. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> and so, and so, you know, but that's not what our Kickstarter was. I know why we failed is because we made it about just being a t-shirt company and we didn't tell the story. We didn't tell how unique it was because I was protecting what I thought was our secret sauce rather than being like, I'm going all in. I'm going to show them what we're trying to do and re- just, but it was a recipe that I was trying to keep. Uh, like it was a secret sauce of like some barbecue, whatever's in that. Was that, is that molasses? Is that, is that more vinegar with this, with, with this dose? Like, like, no, man, I didn't share. And I, I feel like, you know, when we protect so much and we don't leave it to interpretation for the, how the world's going to respond, 
you know, we've limited ourselves. And so we fell very short. I think we only raised maybe like $3,000. We've already surpassed that on our Kickstarter right now. And we became a Kickstarter project that Kickstarter loves right now. Like they put us in a different category uh, within, you know, two days time, you know, like, and so when I look back at that, you guys can look it up. It is, I look at this Kickstarter video and it is bad. It's a, what is it? Uh, Be random, random shirt club. You can just Google it, but I just laugh at it right now. And I'm just like, you know, um, I only knew so much then and you can only change so much, but dude, I'm telling you, there's something about this energy that you have when you're an entrepreneur. Um, I really look at myself more as a risk taker than an entrepreneur, but you believe in whatever you're doing so wholeheartedly at that time. And so when I look back at it now, I'm like, little did he know. <laughs> and, and it really kind of shaped my formula for being this person who's in the market. You know, I'm, I'm out there, I'm talking about my brand. I am being my brand. I am wearing my brand. Uh, there's, we do digital marketing. We do help other small businesses, but we also lead with positivity because, you know, it's truth. It's truthful, man. I really want to be about that. I want people to know what they can expect from me. You know, like I'm wearing my business card. This is who I am. Hey, what's that? This is who we are. This is our, this is our culture. You know, I want people to be better. And um, back then it was 2014 when that Kickstarter felt, I felt like I was trying to be too cool. Something that I wasn't. I'm a dork by trade. Like I am not the coolest guy at all. I don't claim to be, you know, I just, you know, I, I am who I am now. And so, um, you know, I, I say, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, um, you know, just be yourself the entire time. Like, what do you have to lose? I'm not saying be yourself to rub people the wrong way, but like understand your intention, write down what your intentions are, write down what your goals are. Don't let it be all about money. Let it be about people. And when you lead with that, I'm telling you, you get more collaboration, you get to meet other entrepreneurs, you get to meet people that are really trying to strategize and enhance your business. And it's not all about money. It's not all about like, hey, Andrew, how much money can you get? Dude, I want to find a way to work together. I want to find a way where I can help enhance your business. In turn, the money's going to come. Right. But um, there was a lot of failures that happened with that. I also spent a shit ton of money that I think it was like, I think it was like $60,000 on an app that never got developed. Somebody just took the money and ran, you know, and, and I'm like, okay, if anything, the failure was going to happen because we never even had a chance. Right. I didn't go to investors or anything. I've never taken an investment dollar from anyone. I'm not proud of it. I still don't know that process. I don't, I don't know how there's things that I don't know about. And I'm honest. It's okay to be honest about that. You know, bootstrapping sucks a lot of times. But sometimes that's all you know. And I've been fortunate enough to keep on going. And you know, I, I'm a hustler, man. I've got yep. I got four, I got four hustles that are going all at once so I can fund this positivity, you know? <laughs> you know, I uh when I really look at successful people, at least in my circles, you know, um, and I if I was to ask them, you know, to all share like, you know, their path to where they are, none of them would be like, this is the first thing I tried and I'm still with it. Yeah. Like it, everyone has that similarity, I think, of just like you just keep swinging, you just keep yeah, swinging, man. you keep swinging, you keep swinging. Um, and people ask me about my failures, I honestly have a hard time thinking about them. Mm -hmm. I, I literally, it's almost like I need to spend more time on them 
Yes. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, I, I I'm, I'm like, I know that there's tons, but like nothing comes to mind. And it's because I just, I know to dwell on it is a waste of my energy. Ain't that know? the truth, man. It's just, I, I'm going to allow myself maybe like a day to be upset, you know, maybe two days if it's $60,000, you know, but then I'm trying to move on because at the end of the day, I have to figure out what's next. I got to figure out the next plan. You know, you talk about being, um, you know, a risk taker. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that's, that's a big part of it. Um, but it's not all of it. It's, it's being willing to, you know, overcome some of the things that were taught before you become an entrepreneur. And that's why some people are born to be entrepreneurs and some are not. Um, because there's a lot of unlearning and learning that's happening, you know, at the same time. For me, it was, um, you know, I don't think I was ever had like scarcity mindset. I don't think that I ever really had scarcity mindset. I'm more of an abundance mindset kind of person where it's like win-win. There's enough wins for everyone. But whenever I was trying to put on the cloak of businessman, trying to like, I'm trying to read books and watch podcasts and, and learn this area of business outside of creativity, you know, that I need to emulate someone and emulate this person or this person or this person or, or try to be those things. I was like, you know, not reading memes, but it's like, you know, you have a great idea. Don't share it. You know, yeah. don't tell everybody what you're doing and keep it close to the heart and uh, so that people can't give you shit when you fail, you know, or, um, you know, some of those mindset things that were just like, I think I tried to, I would take advice or take like learnings as I'm going, you know, let's say investor learnings or like in, uh, how to get collateral or different things like that. And I would take those learnings and try to apply them directly instead of like putting it through my filter and coming back out with Andrew's approach to the same thing, which yeah. is more authentic, which was, you know, more like um, an unlearned, you know, I, you talk about um, there's there's this fine line and we're from the Midwest. OK, mm -hmm. but I've heard it said before, um, you know, Casey Humble. Right. And Kansas Cityans are notorious for. I don't want to boast, you know, if I, if I talk about anything I'm doing, if I'm excited about anything I'm doing, it comes across in the Midwest as being braggadocious yes, it comes across as ego. Um, it's douchebag, you know, it's, and so we have this internal kind of dialogue happening. That's like, if I talk about my thing and fail, well, that sucks. If I talk about my thing and win, then I'm just a, cocky SOB, yes, yeah. you know, and that's something that you have to overcome because as an entrepreneur, there's no one that's going to pick you up but yourself. So you have to wake up with enough mindset to be like, I am going to do this. Yeah. I am going to take the next leap. I am going to win at this thing, especially if you're leading anybody, oh, man. right? If you're leading somebody, they definitely have to believe in you, you know, and if you don't believe in yourself, they ain't going to follow you. Yeah. Um, and so those are some of the things that, you know, you talk about it's taking so leaps and stuff that it is so true. Kansas City, that's why I like, you know, I, I'm envious sometimes when you're in New York, you're in some yeah. of these fast paced cities that's where I got here. <laughs> that's why I came here. Right. So I, I could use I could flex my positive ego, man. You know, I, I, mean, I want to be up there. You know, I want to be in front of people. You know, I want to have these conversations and motivate people. And sometimes you realize that your audience sometimes might not be receptive of it because you need that that adoption where they need to know exactly what success looks like in their mind like to me it's not that 
that sports car at all. You know, like to me, success is like really changing lives. Like, can we change lives? Can I say that like I helped people overcome some obstacle or whatever? Like I need help. I need I need people. And yeah, you know, that flex, you know, like, yeah, that humbleness is like you need that humble. It's like, but I've got a positive ego. I've got good intent. So why should I care? Right. We care too much what people think. Yeah. I, I do feel like it's, you know, it is all about the balance. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But, but, you know, finding being an Amazon expert and really getting results that help people help me in so many areas of my life get confidence, you know, because I was I have facts and data that showed that what I'm talking about is not just ego like this is result driven confidence, you know, um, and that allowed me to have room in other areas of my life for the same thing. I guess if I can, yeah. you know, put it that way was like, um, being good at Amazon allowed me to get confidence in so many other areas. Um, that now looking back, I'm just like, you know, why did it have to be that way? Um, you know, but here, here in the Midwest, um, you know, we care what people think, you know, we hold the door, we say, thank you. We say, excuse me. Why? Because we think he might, we might've just bumped him. You know, yeah. I just traveled to Istanbul and uh it was 18 it's 18 million people and people are just like moving bumping you like you know in the west the term is oh 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 oh, excuse oh, me. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like you might say a song. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> like you know but at the same time one you don't have to you know think about the olympics right every olympic coach wasn't also an olympic gold medalist yeah. Right. That you can be really good at doing something and not have to have like done it yourself to be able to speak in confidence about something. Right. Teachers that teach about history aren't always archaeologists or, you know, librarians that like uh, Nelson Atkins, you know, or wherever they are. They're not always have done that role and now they're teaching on it. You know, so as someone that's educating people on how to grow their businesses, how to build their businesses, how to live in an e-commerce um, or a digital environment, um, you know, you don't have to say to have that confidence. You don't have to like, let me show you this track record of, of all of these things or, or I've done it. You can instead say, look what, look who I've helped, you know? Um, yeah. So just talking about, um, you know, the confidence around being able to balance ego, but being confident enough to pick yourself up off the ground. If you have no confidence, whenever you get knocked down, you're not going to get back up to the next project. You're going to be successful on, on the next Kickstarter. You're going to hit your goal in two days, yeah. you know, um, and maybe you wouldn't have been successful on this one if you hadn't failed at the first one, you know, exactly. um, I know I, I wish I could share with everyone, like all of my failures, you know, they happen all the time. I'm trying to develop software. I'm trying to hire a person that I think's you know, going to stay forever. Or, um, you know, I think that paying to speak at this conference is going to really pay off and you get no leads from it, you know, or going to your first business meeting. And instead of it being a business network meeting, it's a speed dating event for black only people. <laughs> I, I showed up to that. That was my first event. You know, if I had been like, oh my God, why am I trying to do something I'm so uncomfortable doing around business? Like I've been a musician. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to do business. And that was literally my first event. Uh, but, you know, to anyone listening, I think that just talking about doing what you do authentically and being confident, I don't want to go to the gym and have a trainer that says he thinks he can help me <laughs> or a trainer that's like, you know, mediocre about yeah. getting the results I want. I want him to be pumped up. I want him to be pumped up, be like, 
you commit to me for 60 days, like, and really put in the work, like, I'm going to give you the body you want, you know, we're going to get it together. Um, so remember that when you're selling or you're talking about your business, um, you know, have an abundance mindset. There's no way that, that we, um, have the keys to everything. And, you know, this app, and I can't share it with people like you're not going to get buy-in if you don't share what you're doing with everybody else. Yes. You know, here's, here's another thing, you know, I started leading with my confidence totally different when I moved to New York. Um, I, I've always known that I've had a knack for sales and I've always had to like, kind you kind of like figure out like who this person was on the other side. But then I kind of just got into my rhythm uh, in digital marketing. When I make my calls, I do still cold call. I believe in cold calling. I love cold calling. I'll call and I say, hello, my name's Dom Green with 3P Media and I want to grow your business. And this is how. And so I basically give them right off top what I'm calling about. Like I want to bring them business and I'm not going to be like, hey, is this a good time to talk or whatever? Like, no, I'm going to get straight to the point, straight to the punch. I want to talk about business. Um, a lot of times people are constantly thinking about business. There's things that they're feeling like they're inferior when they about when they're looking at the competition. And I start talking about the competition. I've already done my research on their competition. And so every aspect is, you know, knowing what I know I can do, the power I, I do have and I, I possess through results. I'm results driven. I should be able to show those results. And so, you know, having that faith within yourself, you know, has translated even in this Kickstarter campaign. I know what we need to do with our digital strategy a little bit differently. We had to, we had to like really understand our audience, you know, like we, there was timing. It wasn't about the timing of everything that was going on right now. It was really about the timing of like how things line up. Do we have all our ducks in the row? We are committed to this project and process, knowing that we have to engage with people because it's all about engaging with people. And so, yeah, every element about my life has been a lesson learned that I, with, I, I instill within every project and anything and everything that I do, you know, becoming a well-rounded individual, knowing that I have good intention, you know, makes everything feel authentic. I am authentically myself right now at the age of 34 more than I ever have been uh, before when I was, um, how old was I back then? Six years? I was 28 years old in that other Kickstarter. And, uh, you know, I thought I was old enough to know everything. And, and I, I'm still growing and learning, man. Yeah, I love yeah it. and in, in New York, you just went down a few years too. Like, yeah. you're, you're younger, <laughs> you're young in New York. Yeah, um, you know, talking about New York, like, what? so what's the difference in, you know, running business out of New York versus Kansas City specifically being, you know, a minority, um, you know, a black man running business and cold calling and saying, hey, I'm going to grow your business. Do you feel like you're a little bit more accepted out there in New York or is it the opposite? Uh, you know, give me a little, give me a little background on, yeah, on what that's man. like. Well, I'll tell you this much, you know, so I've only been out here for a year and then COVID happened. <laughs> and so it's really been like a half a year. Um, but, you know, I would say that the difference is with my mindset, you know, my mindset, I think um, you just knowing that I felt different and uniquely different enough that people would probably give me a little bit more of a chance because they can feel my aura. I'm an energy person. And so I think that a lot of people have read my energy differently out here. And so, um, you know, I think my whole mindset just changed, just seeing the environment 
around me. And, um, you know, now cold calling on the phone, I know that that's the first step of getting in front of someone. And now it's all we can do. You know, it's all virtual. Yeah. It's all remote. And so me being this ADD guy, you know, knowing that like I, how I work and operate, I have to work so much harder and dedicate it. And that's why I go to bat for my clients because I know that I have to work harder and I have to be focused because I'm always feeling like I'm going to miss out on something where I'm losing, or I'm going to lose my customer or whatever it is. And so I've been able to be more focused at home as of late, but you know, I've been more intentional just being out here as a whole, because I'm like, I have to make these minutes count because it's expensive. As soon as I step outside, you know, I get charged for breathing air, Andrew. It's like, you go outside, if you're in New York City, it's going to bare minimum $100 that day. You know, like, I'm committed yeah. to going to work, man. Like, you have, like, we should all have that passion, man. We should all have that, like, hey, I need to make today count. Like, I, I really need to make today count. Or Makes a stake or, real. Or I'm just, like, freaking losing my ass off. If you don't, like, who did you meet? Like, who did you meet today? Did you meet at least one person? There's 20 million people in New York. Meet one person, you know, like. So, yeah, man, like there's a lot that I'm, um, you know, I feel like I'm up against constantly, but I'm doing it for people. You know, I'm definitely doing this for people, man. Like, that's been my purpose is people. I do feel like, you know, um, being from the Midwest, uh, we do we, we do stand out whenever we're in business circles that are like, you know, lions. And maybe that's a little bit of what you're feeling is just, be, you know, you're in a lion environment now and. You can be as cocky as Dom has ever been, and you're still probably less cocky than a lot of New Yorkers, you know? Uh, and so that makes you feel comfortable. You know, for me, like, I remember Berlin has been a city that I visited that's just really stood out to me as a city that I love. And it's because when I went to Berlin, um, everybody was just so authentically themselves there. Um, it was just like freedom was very prevalent. I could feel it in the air. I'm an energy person as well. And I was just like, man, these people don't give an F about what they're wearing, what they look like, what other people think. And, you know, as someone that has gone through a lot of insecurities in that way, you know, caring what people think or being insecure or people pleasing or whatever, um, and coming through that, I'm, I'm aware of it. And I can see when other people aren't that way, you know, and it's something I'm drawn to. And I think that that's what, you know, kind of the big markets do, you know, for a lot of people, they're like, LA is too to this way or New York's too busy and oh my God, it's moving. For me, I'm like, yes, uh, <laughs> because you know, it, I just fit right in yeah, versus like being a fast mover and shaker here in Kansas City. Um, you know, I think one thing that I was kind of blessed in my business is Kansas City is a cheap place to live, um, you know, a cheap place to survive and run business, specifically if you have clients all over the world, like Marknology does, you know, um, but I got my business online and it wasn't even until 2017 that I made a mental like intentionality to like, I need to get some Kansas City clients just so I can like participate in some stuff around town and and people know who I am and, you know, hire if, if I want to hire anyone, they need to know who we are. And um, and so I was like, OK, let's get some Kansas City clients, you know, but it's just a different market. And you talk about knowing who you're talking to. Um, and, like most of our clients are still from Kansas City still, you know. Just Yeah, because well you started here, you yeah. know, you started here and, and moved out. Yeah. Um and I'm trying to be here and move out move out with clients, you know, in, in New York and LA. I talked to a company 
they're trying to book for speakers in New York for 2021. And I feel like they're a little ahead of the game, uh, <laughs> considering like, you know, where everything is right now to try to be getting speakers to come through to New York. Um, but it's just where the hustle is. Yeah, and if you're a hustler, if you're like, you know, looking to meet people, what better place? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm still trying to come out there and, and come to a couple of events. So if you know of any big ones. Man, you, know, you, you and up. I will be doing business together in multifaceted ways because, you know, I'm, I'm all about what you're about. You know, I, I definitely want to be an extension of your, your brand and your company. Uh, and so, yeah, anything, any way that I can support Marknology, knowing that you guys can help with that growth, you know, like I've already told you, like, hey, I want you guys to be, um, I, I want to represent you guys, not as a white label, but like saying that this is who we work with, with for customers to, um, you know, get their products on Amazon and being well supported. You know, support is so important. So I, I see how your team works. You know, I'm an advocate for just seeing how you guys work, man. I, I feel like when you watch Andrew Morgan's work, you know that he's really about this day in, day, day out. I get messages from you at 1230 AM. Like, and you're talking about business. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, get me fired up, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it, I don't turn it off. No, you know? you and it doesn't mean that I'm always serious, but it just means that it's always on my mind. Yeah. And it's, it's because it's my, um, you know, I, I honestly have focused this year on what if I lose Marknology because of COVID and, and making sure that my identity is not tied to my business. That's a real thing for us too. You know, I wanted to make sure that, you know, my happiness is not tied to what I'm doing. Like it makes me happy what I do, but like if I lose it, um, you know, I haven't lost my identity, you know? And so that's been a focus this year, just like work through some exercises and really take some like accountability and, and check myself and have those conversations and be like, you know, are you going to, are you going to lose all your confidence? You're going to lose your identity if you lose like this business, you know, it's been a big, such a big part of my life. Um, but you talked about being a, um, I want to go back to, you talked about being not an entrepreneur, but a risk taker. Yeah. And what I thought of is, you know, I have a, um, a partner with my Airbnb business, uh, named Brian Glasser. So if you guys have any real estate, that's a free plug for him, any real estate questions, but me and him, yeah, me and him, we have something that we talk about and it's just, it's simply being all in. Right. And it's simple, but what it is is that like if if I'm gonna do something, you know, I'm gonna do it all in. Exactly, right? exactly. And it, it's exactly. it's not even it's not even risk. It's just like it's gonna get me. It's gonna get all of me. Yes. Like when we did this book, like I knew that I had to be dedicated to it. You know, like it wasn't just putting that book out there. You know, you know that you have to be dedicated to it. And there's a survival thing for us right now. At the beginning of COVID, in the first three weeks of COVID. I was looking at like, okay, um, yeah, at this rate, we're not going to be in business anymore. And my excuse is going to be COVID, you know, because the world has changed. It has definitely changed. You know, like we, we lost, um, we lost hundreds of thousands of dollars in clients from the beginning and, and seeing some of these businesses not being able to resurrect has definitely affected us financially, but I had to pivot. I had to re-strategize. I had to look at things a lot differently i had to scale down my my idea of like what we need to do this year to be successful and i started looking at the success and you know the conversations and the people who i could help and so i'm working with people that are way more uh down to earth way more 
on, on the lower end of like what it takes to be a successful business for them. And, you know, that has really humbled my mindset again, knowing that like, hey, I can relate with people that are the plumber types. I can relate with people that are, um, you know, a financial advisor that has a small portfolio or a chiropractor, you know, like just trying to find business and people that I can help. And we share the same type of energy. But like, yeah, man, it was a real thing, this COVID thing, especially being here in New York. I'm like, oh, man, I can't get in front of people like I'm an energy person. I want to be in front of people all day, every day. And so I, I pivoted. I started looking at opportunities for me to uh, to see how we can enhance other brands, businesses. And, you know, and I'm very excited now that, you know, we're going to be working with Marknology, not only just for a book, but, you know, in other ways and other facets that I know that I can enhance, you know, some of my clients uh, business, you know, like I want to help grow business. That's what I'm here for. Like I'm here to help people establish a positive mindset in their lives and in business. Like, you know, yeah, it's, because all, it's all important. A, a tip to anyone out there, like trying to sell, I like to try to give like practical advice on these, like something that they, you know, if they took away anything, they're like, this is a practical tip, you know, to, to being a founder or growing a business. And for me in sales, you know, it wasn't till 2018 probably that I started really putting out content really started putting out, you know, blogs and PR articles and trying to speak. And um, this definitely led to a lot of growth, but I just had a great referral network. And the way that you get a great referral network is not just by paying out referral fees or things like that. It's about creating relationships where someone feels like, hey, if I give you my sister or I give you my rich uncle or I give you my friend's friend, either way, you're going to take care of all three of them. You know, and you're going to treat them as if they were, you know, they were mine. They were my siblings. Um, and I think of it like that. I think of it in a family type of uh, environment, a family context, um, because, you know, I, sure, maybe I lost a little bit of money or I worked 60 hours on a project that should have taken me 10, taken me 10. But I get a good referral on that because they're like, yeah, we underbid the project, but like he got it done. And, you know, what? and I can use that person. Um as a reference, uh, you know, an, another instance would be someone lost $5,000 hiring an Amazon consultant. They, I pitched them and this other guy pitched them and, uh, they went with someone that was a friend of a friend, you know, a friend, uh, referral, he put their listings up. It had like one picture, one bullet point, absolute shit listings. <laughs> like I wouldn't have charged a hundred bucks for it. Yeah. Right. And, um, it was all she had. You know, she spent the five grand to get it done and it was horrible. And she came back to me and uh, she, could, she couldn't pay another five grand to get it done. That's what I was charging as well. You know, she didn't have it, but I was just, you know, it was in that moment. And I don't do this all the time to anyone listening, but I was like, you know, I'm going to do this project for her for free. Um, you know, with the hope that if she gets it going, she's going to come back to me for something else because you know, I just want to show that there are crooked people in the marketing space and I'm not one of them. Snake and oil. Snake oil, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I, I do good work. I want to show you. And she's been an amazing reference for me for years, right? Why? Because I did, I really wanted to help this lady. And in that moment, it was just about really wanting to help her. But now in hindsight, I see the value of having a lady that went to bat for me um you know multiple times sending me leads sending me clients being a reference just to be like yeah this person has integrity um you know and don't undervalue 
what doing the right thing can can end oh, up man. being for your love business. Yeah, don't undervalue that. It's a secret weapon. I love that. I love that advice. And uh, yeah, I'm, I've actually been, I became more frank about, you know, what I need, what I want and how I'm going to help someone. And so I tell people, you like, you know, hey, bare minimums going to be $5,000. Like this is, but let's not think about how much it costs. Let's figure out how we can make this work. Because in some cases, I've actually worked with people just on revenue, like knowing that we're going to I'm going to monetize off of revenue rather than charge you up front. And like there's a way for me to do business with you. That doesn't mean that I need to get my money up front and I'm not going to work with you. I want to I want to go to work for you. That's what right. it comes down to. I'm going to go to work for you and you're going to feel good about this at the end and not say. I got taken advantage of by Dom Green. My name's on this, man. Like, <laughs> like I got to show my face, and you know, my name is is not hard to forget. You know, so. No, I'm I'm with you, and uh, you know, I think it comes down to the confidence you have in yourself. You know, um, and when you're charging that price, or you're saying like, "Hey, let me go to bat for you," or "I'm going to work for you," um, picking winners. You know, I if I don't tell a brand authentically what I think they need because I'm worried about them accepting it right or not hiring me for the project. At the end of the day, I'm not going to get the results that I want because they're not going to do what I actually know to be true to get done. I'm going to like, you know, water it down. They're not going to get my actual feedback, you know, uh, being really straightforward about what needs to happen and what it's going to cost. And I'm not going to get a successful project, which means it's not going to turn into a successful referral or a successful case study or, you know, a lasting client. So, you know, it's just about being authentic and truthful upfront. Um, you know, if you have advice to give, like giving that upfront, I give value early. I don't make them like, you know, hire me to get that. Um, Cause what we do is hard, yeah. you know? And, and, and for anyone listening, I think that you should give just a quick rundown of what you do. We've talked about, you know, apparel, we've talked about the book, we've talked about, you know, you, you, you say you're a marketing company. Um, but if someone's feeling your vibe, like what exactly do you help um, you know, brands with? You know, I really feel like it comes down to their goals and their strategy. You know, like when it comes down to if it's not a brand and if it's a person, like I'm a human being that can just have a conversation with you. You know, we don't it's not like we have a shit ton of clients. We just we just have clients that we work with and we've built relationships. And so I think it's all about figuring it out together. Like what's going to be your first step in the right direction? Because Often people are trying to figure out like, okay, I only have X amount of dollars for this thing. How much does that get me? Okay, let's think about that. You know, let's, let's, if you know your number, I I don't need your entire number. I just need to figure out which direction we need to go with being as resourceful as possible and not try to grow, like blow up overnight. Like you're not prepared for it. Like, so don't give me a hundred thousand dollars because you're not ready. You don't have the systems in place to fulfill customers. Let's have realistic expectations here. You know, so I want to build this relationship gradually where you're not on my ass saying, hey, how come I don't have X amount of results today? It's like, well, we got to go through testing. We have to test each other out. We got to see how we work together. You know, I'm like, I want you to be here next year. You know, like, don't let it ride on black for tomorrow. Hey, right. hey, not a pun on color. <laughs> that was that was a roulette pun. Okay, so so let's let's work together in a way, and also let's talk about how we can give back. And like, I want to know what people are doing to give back too. It's it's such a weird thing for me, but it's so important. Like, I'm 
I'm this holistic mindset kind of guy. I don't smoke weed, but I've got the attitude of a stoner. I want to know that I'm working with good people, you know? And so that's... Uh, it matters because, it you know, we, we've, we've put in the time to be doing our own thing, you know, as a founder. And so much of that is who's on my team? Who do I work with and who do I have to do business and exchange money with? You know, and if I'm going to be on the chopping block or I'm going to be building someone's business and be on the, you know, getting the metal stand because you're winning, you know, either the chopping block or the metal stand, who do I want to be doing that with? And, you know, it wasn't until I had to eat dirt at the beginning for sure. And I, you know, I had a call come to Jesus moment in December of 2019 where it was time to eat some more dirt and get back into it, get back into the trenches. Right. And it was actually a trip to New York, a solo trip to New York that, you know, I, I really needed to just like kind of reevaluate my goals and, um, you know, where I was going with kind of my business and, and, and my plans, you know, and, um, you know, in all of that, it's like, uh, shit, I lost where I was going with that. Well, but, I, I, I'm going to say this, like you having to wake up and look, your, look in the mirror one day and liking who you see is very important too right that energy the protecting that energy of who you're working with and i was just saying like in 2019 i was in this position to even um if i didn't if i wasn't feeling a vibe from a client we were working with hey here's somebody else that i think would be a better fit for you you know and this is the first time in life that i haven't been just like you know, taking every opportunity that's ever came around and and took more intentionality behind protecting, you know, who I was working with. Um, but it just matters. It matters in in what you're doing, how you feel about what you're doing, who you're doing it with, who you're building with, who your coworkers are, and who's sitting across from you at the desk. Um, you know, who's who's whenever stuff's getting hard, like who are you in the trenches with? Um, and I don't think enough people think about that. You know, it's so easy and so cliche to be like, you are the sum of the five people you're around. Yada, 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 yada. Cliche, 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 cliche. It hits home. It really cliche for a reason, right? Yeah. There right. It is, man. Like, I, I'm telling you, man, like, I know about circles. I know about circles. Like, the listening audience can't see the scar on my face, but I've got this, like, seven-inch scar on my face. And when I was in... 19 it was all about my adolescence. I didn't know what my future really was. I didn't know what I really wanted to be. I just knew that at that point in time, it was, I was so manipulated. I was so malleable at the time that, you know, I was just a person who was just following rather than leading and understanding my circle wasn't really the best circle. You know, I was in school at the time, but my best friend put a seven inch scar on my face with a beer bottle. You know, like that was a wake up. That was a reality check. And I'm like, this is not who I want to be. This is not the road that I want to go down. You know, I always knew good was with inside me. I've always been a good kid, good guy, but you know, it really made me just go on that road of entrepreneurship and understand like I want to be my own individual and you know, the people that I have around me are really important. You know, like I, I want to empower other people, you know, I want other people to feel my energy and be just as passionate about life and, helping other people as I am, you know, like it's so important. And so when I see other entrepreneurs, you know, like that energy is real. We we're connected because we're like, Hey man, this is what I do. This is how I've helped. And this is like how maybe we can work together. You know, like it's just keep on going. Let's keep on growing. What's a, what's a entrepreneur or a, a book or a podcast, you know, that was 
super influential for you in the early days of entrepreneurship that kind of just was like, yeah, this is something that might be for me? Man, the biggest influence that I've ever had was how to win friends and influence people. And actually, it inspired me getting a tattoo. I've got Abraham Lincoln on the inside of my arm. He's got all these colors in it. And, uh, you know, Abraham Lincoln was this guy, you know, like, yeah, he's kind of controversial to some people. But, you know, the reason why I got that tattoo was a uh, different, uh, different meaning. And it, was, it came down to, you know, him working with his enemies, turning his enemies into allies. And that's what we're constantly up against sometimes, you know, like we have to figure out how we can come to an agreement. And, um, you know, like getting that agreement done is really it's a win sometimes when the other person doesn't realize that you actually won. You know, it's like, you know, I got that person to listen to me. I got that person to understand my angle. I have the same battle with some of my clients. Sometimes they think that they should market themselves like X in X column. And I'm like, dude, I need to take you to the Y column. This is what you need to look like. This is what you're trying to get after, you know, like, let me show you how to do this. And then I'm also going to use some of your verbiage and your words, whatever it may be. And we come to a compromise. And so how to win friends and influence people, you know, we have to do that and work with people that we might not want to work with sometimes after the fact of getting that agreement done. Uh, but we also have to just figure out how to work with one another. And that's became positive people posse is like, you know, we've been able to change some mindsets. I know we have, you know, everything doesn't have to be absolute. It, doesn't. And, it does not. You know. It does not. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm a that's one thing. That's <laughs> one thing I love about Amazon. And I honestly feel like the strong suit of Mark knowledge is like, we've worked with over 300 brands on Amazon. Like mm -hmm. it's not coming up with a genius idea every time. It's like, what's worked, what hasn't worked. We've AB tested. And a lot of times, like, what I'm bringing to the table is like, you know, to a clothing company, I'm bringing what the supplement industry is doing, right? It's completely cross market, like same thing with books, books and publishers are so old school. It's ridiculous. That's why Amazon, uh, you know, created the, the uh, you know, print on demand uh, ebook model. Um, he couldn't get publishers on board to partner with him on Amazon. So he went and got, uh, you know, self-published authors to come fill up his eBooks Love so that. that he could, so that he could have that model. Don't um, tell me no. Don't tell me no. <laughs> I tried to collaborate and, and you said no, so I'm going to do yes. it my way. You know? that. But, but, and that's one, one thing that I think we bring is look, your industry, if you're just, if we're just looking at your competitors, you might be doing all right. Mm -hmm. Why are we comparing though? I know that you can do better past your competitors. Why wouldn't we want to lead the space? Uh, let's take these learnings from this industry. They're doing innovative, crazy stuff to stay ahead of their competitors. We can do that over here and put, make you a superstar. Mm -hmm. uh, just by like, you know, because in the industry, a lot of people are like, I just want to work with Christian books. Uh, I just want to work with apparel. I just want to work with food brands. And I understand the value in being niche. That's not what I'm trying to say. But really like you can bring innovations when you're able to look outside of that traditional looking at competitors, looking in that Z column and being like, you know, Hey, I know what's happening over here in the D column, you know, and let's combine these two um, and really get something creative, really get something that's, you know, outside the box and splash up your industry. Um, Amazon allows us to do that. And in our experience working with so many different brands has allowed us to kind of, you know, bring those learnings across it and, 
Um, it can be a little challenging, you know, talking to a brand owner to switch things up. You know, Amazon has been a challenge since I decided to come into this industry. Um, but as people are, you know, warming up to it, um, you start to get that, hey, Andrew's been honest with me since our proposal phase. You know, he's being honest with me now at month seven, and I'm going to trust what he's doing. Um, and we're getting awesome results from it. So, yeah, sorry for the tangent. Yeah, but like, you know, that, that cross-channel marketing, that cross um category you know ideas and thinking it up your you know your app about it's just like tinder but it's about clothing and yes. you know it's 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 a remix idea um you only get if you're open to new ideas yes yes yeah man i i feel like uh one thing about entrepreneurship and risk taking is you know that inner child is alive man that inner child is alive and i and i constantly need to keep on feeding that and um also enhancing other people's inner child too, you know, like, because if I make someone successful, they're going to only bring me more business and their ideas, and they're going to trust me with their business and their ideas too. And so, you know, the art of collaboration and uh, winning friends with influence, <laughs> uh, you know, like all of that's really important. You know, we've got to, we've got to always think about how we can work together and, and uh, actually we learn so much more from just meeting new people. And that's what I love about business, man. That's what I love about it. If you're, if you're someone that seeks knowledge, there's no better, you know, career to be in than to be an entrepreneur because it's just, it's going to school every single day. And one thing, the silver lining, you know, that I found during COVID and all of this is I've got to see, at least in Kansas city and my immediate proximity, um, all the businesses that have real entrepreneurs at the helm, Yes, you know, and I've been able to see the ones that pivot and the ones that close up and the ones that don't do anything. Um, and it, I feel like it's brought the entrepreneur, the kid entrepreneur out of so many of these businesses. And that makes me excited because I love entrepreneurship, you know, so seeing the creative things that people are doing, that restaurants are doing, that stores are doing with virtual shopping, or you have your, um, you know, your customized sales support person that's FaceTiming with you as they help you pick out your makeup or whatever the case is like, that's cool to me. And I, you know, I love, uh, seeing people come up with outside the box stuff, you know, like we had what, like, was it Jay Rieger that started making like hand sanitizer, you know, um, that kind of stuff, like mean meal started shipping, uh, you know, mixed drinks to people's houses. And like, it was just super cool to see so much innovation happened because of a tragedy, you know, or something like that happening. Um, that's been, that's been the best part of COVID for me. Yeah, man. So, I mean, can I ask you a question? Yeah. So in COVID, like what was your, what was your biggest fear initially uh, right when this pandemic hit? Was it, were you fearful of, you know, not being able to work with clients and getting in front of new clients or like, what were some of your thoughts and things that you had to overcome early on uh, during the COVID process? The well, I had, a lo I had a lot of fears. I'm someone that fears a lot of things. I am not, I have, I'm not the no fear. I never wore those shirts because I'm full yeah. of fear, bro. I had a uh, in my, my bedroom when I was 12 that said no fear. I have a lot of fear. I grew up in a fearful environment. I'll be honest. It was war. It was scary. It was, you know, and I was raised super religious uh, with fear from hell and all that kind of stuff too. And then, you know, my thing is feel the fear and do it anyway, which is this, this stupid Walmart quote I saw, but I got it tattooed as well. <laughs> um, 
I didn't see it at Walmart first, but the <laughs> point is that, at Walmart. I know I did. <laughs> the point is, is that we all fear everything. The point is more so how strong is your courage muscle, you know? And so can you overcome that? I can overcome a lot of fear. I'm telling you, because I flex my courage all the time. And so for me in COVID, um, I wasn't honestly worried about myself. You know, I, I was worried about, you know, my identity and my tied to Marknology. And if I lose it, you know, um, what does that mean for me? Uh, you know that my family works with me yeah. and uh, my employees are my family too. And while I knew that I would never like, I would always have work, like I had enough work to be fine. Um, I worried that I might have to let some people go. And that was just like horrible scenario for me to imagine. Um, I just couldn't imagine having to do that. And then also the fear of not knowing all the answers for what was going on. Yeah. You know, I, I, I tout myself as an Amazon expert and Amazon thought leader. Um, I truly believe that I'm an expert, like, you know, and, um, with things coming out where, you know, essential items, uh, essential items only and FBA was taking six weeks to ship some stuff. And, uh, you know, what did this mean? And what did this mean? And what did this mean? Um, and all the current clients that we did have like pinging me about those things and knowing that for some of them, their business and their livelihood was in my hands based on the advice I was going to give next was a whole lot of pressure for me. You know, I take that stuff very seriously. And so, you know, I just took deep breaths, you know, day after day after day. And, uh, you know, even my mentors and, and, and people I could reach out to were having the same fears and doubts. So there wasn't really a lot they're going to do for me. Yeah. Um, and it was just really like, let's buckle down, you know, and I went into full mode. Like I am a wartime general. I'm not really a peacetime general anyway. So, you know, for me, it was like, man, I deal with this anxiety every single day. Now the world's dealing with it. Like we're aligned now, <laughs> you know, you guys are all in my boat, uh, you know, and I'm very comfortable in the uncomfortable. So let's go. So there's a part of me that was like very confident. Um, but there's, there's definitely the fears there too. And, um, you know, when that happens, there's a lot you can't control. You just get to work and stay super focused. Like, you know, be super focused. If I'm giving advice that I'm not for sure around, open with that, you know, and, and did the small things knowing that it was really impacting people's business. I was also trying to learn everything I could about the PPP loan um, while trying to help, you know, we have 50 brands in our stable while trying to help all of them, um, the questions were coming in and I'm trying to spend time on our own business and making sure that we're safe and things like that. But, um, you know, I'm honestly just very thankful for all the brands that have stayed with us, um, you know, through all of this. Yeah, it's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that. Just uh, knowing that we're not alone. Often, too often, we, we feel like we have this like internal battle that we're we're alone. Uh, one, one thing that I want to say is, um, the, the thing that's always helped me being an entrepreneur is having more entrepreneur friends. Uh, we, we tend to think that we're going to get our support from people that we know. We're going to get referrals from people that we know. But um, sometimes we just have to lean on other people's advice uh, because they've had successes that you haven't had. And, you know, just hearing your successes and just seeing, just watching just watching you work, Andrew, you know, it's been an inspiration in itself. And so, yeah, man, I, I was very, 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 very like privileged 
to know that I got this email. I think I was I was chilling on the lawn in New York City. I just love being in the sunshine in the parks in this town. And, uh, and I saw that email. I was so pumped. I was like, man, you know, this guy, he, he had already said something to me about this. But, you know, um, because it came so early and um, on your new show, you know, having this role, you know, it really meant something, me being at the forefront of it. So, yeah, man, you know, just seeing you work, man, like Andrew's a real hustler, like knowing to have you as a friend. Um, you are a mentor uh, to me as well. You know, just our friendship is mentorship. You know, there's things that I can probably say to you that you haven't thought about and it's the same vice versa. You know, I, I, like we need that. We need that. We need to constantly look for people that are going to uh, enhance our lives with their own knowledge because it just makes us way more aware and way more um, abreast on like where we need to go and how we need to keep on growing. Right. And I hope this, uh, I hope this podcast, I hope this episode can be, you know, encouraging for anyone listening and to someone that doesn't have that circle yet might just be getting started and, you know, trying to create a new circle of um, entrepreneurs or business owners that they know and, and, you know, living off the podcast and the episodes that come out. Uh, I really appreciate everyone listening. Dom, so thankful to have you on the show. Um, I'm excited to follow along once again, everybody on Instagram at positive people, posse Kickstarter. There's still time to get involved. You won't want to miss it. Um, I know Dom personally also has, you know, some cool stuff coming up in 2020. Um, the year's not over, so you're going to want to follow along. Uh, thank you to our sponsor startup hustle, helping you build a software team quickly and affordable, um, full scale can fill all of your needs when it comes to software and development. Um, I personally use them, even with our Amazon business, Marknology business. Um, feel free to hit us up. We have an app that we need help with, so I'm definitely going to be uh, talking to Fullscale about. I've got some partners on, so yeah, we'll... Man, they're, they're crushing it. Fullscale is crushing it specifically on an app. Uh, to anyone listening, uh, Healthy Hip Hop, the Healthy Hip Hop app um is is incredible i'm super excited to see what those kansas city guys are doing it's another um you know black man minority owned here in kansas city um one of our our other hosts on the show so if you guys haven't heard of that if you guys are just tuning into the e-commerce shows please follow along with that that's one that um full scale is working on and i think their team has absolutely crushed that app so uh dom if we need to make a connection i will um not trying to sell you right here i'll do it offline oh baby (laughs) thank you hustlers uh we'll see you next time startup hustles brought to you by fullscale.io helping you build a software team quickly and affordably make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button then come find us on instagram see you next time